0: Coming up on today's episode of Sports Talk from the Crib, Man, turning camp is on their way in the NFL. We got some key injuries to talk about. We're getting to these record-breaking contracts that Justin Herbert just signed. And also in the NBA where Jalen Brown is now the richest man alive. Also, Sean Payton calling out the foreign regime there in Denver. All that more is coming up. Let's go. right, let's get it started here on Sports Talk from the Crib. I'm your host, Tanner Christian. So, first topic of the day. It is Friday. NFL training camp has, what, three days? And we already got some major news coming out of the NFL. Two key injuries to keep your eye on. Joe Burrow of the Cincinnati Bengals went down with a calf injury. He was carted off the field. No, usually when you see somebody get carted off the field in like training camp, it's very precautionary. So Joe Burrow is said to be a OK, but it's a little scary seeing him this walk around a non-contact injury. His calf is um, bothering him. I guess they're going to review what the severity of it is. They don't really seem to, um, you know, threatened by this. But they're, of course, they're going to play it cautious. So Joe Burrow going out with a calf injury. That's And I expect big things out of Cincinnati again this year. And Joe Burrow, perhaps you can even make an argument that he's the best QB in the game right now next to Pat Mahomes. So um, that will be a big loss for Cincinnati if it is really severe. I guess he had, a, like, a little brace or, like, wrap. Around his calf because the fl- same thing happened to him yesterday, and this time it just came and gone. So, Joe Burrow, where it is out there, he is going to be okay. Now let's get into a more serious injury coming out of Miami. Dolphins acquired Jalen Ramsey, corner from the Rams for a third round pick. You're thinking, what a deal! You get him, pair Xavier Howard, may have the best one two punch in the secondary. In the NFL, to go along with your best one-two punch on the offensive side of the ball, and Tyreek and Jalen Waddle, we expected them to battle. We Ramsey was talking about going up against Tyreek Hill in practice, and guess what? The two collided. Jalen Ramsey went down, and he was carted off into um a locker room there at camp. And, uh, well... Let's just say this one is a little bit on the severe side. He tore his meniscus. He's going to be out six to eight weeks. So this great quarterback tandem that we were going to see to start the season and have a go against Aaron Rodgers, who's going to the Jets now. So you, you want this. And it's already failing. Why? Why Miami? Every time we seem like we get close, something bad happens. It's like, come on. I was looking forward to this. A lot of people say maybe Jalen Ramsey's not what he once was. Maybe he's a little bit over the hill. He's, oh, he's still young. Unfortunately, he's going to start the year on the injury list because we're going to take up to two months to heal. What a loss by this team. This team was just decimated with injuries in the secondary last year. With Byron Jones, Nick Needham. Um, Brandon Jones, you know, just kept going. Trill Williams, he was a, another guy that was out for the year. It's like their secondary just kept getting hit and hit and kept you know putting in other guys. Unfortunately. Kater K, who the undrafted guy, played really well for him last year. And looks like he may be the guy that's going to have to step up yet again. Um, They did draft a corner in the second round. Cam Smith. So maybe he gets a lot more playing time to start the year than we may have expected. Um, Nick Neum, of course, is back. He's more of the nickel guy. Uh, You know, Kater K, who's going to be... May be the guy to start opposite Xavier Howard to start the season. And that's who played well for him last year, stepped up. But this is a huge loss for Miami. Like, man, come on. This really just happened. Why? It can't be. This why? I mean, that's gonna keep saying it like it's so frustrating. It really is beyond frustrating when it comes to the Miami Dolphins. When it, it seems like we're just we're almost there, we're almost there, and then this happens. So it's unfortunate. Going to have the other guys going to have to step up, and let's hope they can hold off. And their defense can still be elite under first-year defense coordinator Vic Fangio, who's played. He's been very good in defensive sideball. Where he's been in the. Decades he's been in the NFL. So it's a huge loss for Miami. And speaking of Miami, this could be another potential loss. Dalvin Cook, who's from there, is set to meet with the Jets now because Aaron Rodgers, A-Aaron, decides he's going to take a $35 million pay cut. Now Dalvin Cook is on the radar. So a former division rival who he faced there in Green Bay Going up against Minnesota, he sees him play every year. Still a heck of a back. And if he signs with the Jets, damn, talk about a double waning for Miami. Chooses New York over his hometown. Chooses to play with Aaron Rodgers over you. Chooses to go to New York. You got to pay state tax. No state income tax here in Florida. There, Dalvin, you still gonna choose New York? And I guess he's scheduled, maybe, even to New England Patriots. So I guess he just wants to go to the AFC somewhere. At least that's the rumors that it's speculating going around. But man, that'll be a double waiting for Miami. Miami has a great, well, I do not say great running back crew, but they have because they've been decimated by injuries over the course of their career. They drafted the rookie this year too. And it's like, we need a big back. We need a power back. You know, if we lose now Jalen Ramsey to this injury and then Dalvin Cook to, the, say, the Jets, my, 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 it could be a long year for Miami, even though as he not started. Let's not lose faith, though. Just a few little minor bumps in the road. Okay, now going up to the next topic here, did you hear what Sean Payton was saying? Denver Broncos' new head coach. Basically, this called out Nathaniel Hackett. Wow, what is his connection with all this stuff today? Nathaniel Hackett, he's now the offensive coordinator for the Jets because of his relationship with A. A. Ron, Aaron Rodgers. So it's like Sean Payne calls him out. told me he was the worst head coach in NFL history. The coaching he received in Denver last year was like the worst in NFL history. Call them out. You don't really hear NFL head coaches call people out. We say it's a new time, new days, new team. We're not letting the stuff that happened last year happen again this year. We don't want to be like, what was anything on Hackett's record before he got fired? Was it four and eleven? I mean, it's pretty damn bad. Like it was abysmal. You saw Russell Wilson, who they trade all those draft picks for, have the worst career year. Have his worst career year in the NFL. Like it was not pretty to watch. Their offense couldn't do anything. You kind of scratch your head, You're like, oh, he brought Russell Wilson over. You had Javante Williams, the running back, who went down knee injury. He was he looks promising. Then you had Cortland Sutton and Jerry Judy on the outside. You're like, what's the deal? Why can't this team move the ball? And this made no sense. So Sean Payton's coming in saying, hey. Been a head coach a long time. What was he, like 15 years in New Orleans? Coach Drew Brees. Won a Super Bowl. Nathaniel Hackett, what have you done? How do you get a job? You're lucky you know Aaron Rodgers. Because I wouldn't have given you another job. That was pathetic. It really was. I mean, that was just one of the hardest teams to watch last year. You couldn't even make it through a full season before getting fired. That's how bad you were. So, what do I think about it? This I don't care. Let Sean Payton call him out. I don't think he's ever done this in his career. If he wants to call him out, so be it. Robert Sala, the, the Jets coach, you know, getting into it. Hey, you're on, guys are on hard knocks. You're in the spotlight. Are you going to fail or not? Sean Payton's pretty much calling them out too. Be interesting to see that matchup this year. Maybe now. Get a little fired up. I have no problem with what Sean Payton said. Because it's true. Some people have been like. Oh he's the head coach. Keep it inside. You should just say that amongst your team. Don't let it out. Like who cares? Stop being a bunch of babies. Call it what it is. Nathaniel Hackett. Sucked as a head coach. He was pathetic as a head coach, and then they, all his decision making. I want to bring in guys that help me with this two minute because I can't do clock management. Remember all that? I want to get an advisor. And he brought in that. And this is. It was a. It was a crapshoot. Like it was horrible. Can't make decisions. You're a head coach. Can't figure out how to call timeout. How many years have you been in this league? Either watching or coaching, playing. Like, what? You don't know when to call a timeout. You don't know how to manage two-minute drill. You don't know how to call plays. Hmm. Aaron Rodgers must have been really calling all the damn shots in Green Bay. And we know that. Okay, now I would like to switch over to the NBA real quick before we jump back into the NFL. Because a certain Boston Celtic is now really, really, really rich. He signed the richest contract in NBA history, the Supermax, five-year, $306 million. I mean, these contracts are just insanity now. What these players can make in any league, not just basketball, football, baseball. I mean, this is insane. That's $306 million. They've gotten to the Eastern Conference Championship three years in a row. There was talks the last couple of years. Maybe we should trade Jalen Brown. Maybe we should trade him for Kevin Durant. Maybe now there was rumors even this offseason. Oh, let me try to try to look out a trade for Damian Lillard. It's not the case. Boston's keeping them together. Tatum and Brown are going to be together, and they're very close to winning. Ship out Grant Williams, ship out Marcus Smart. Some of their, especially Marcus Smart, he's a big defensive guy. He won defensive player of the year a few couple years ago. But you lose that toughness, now they're really here saying, here's your money. We got our faith in you. Win us a damn championship. Brought in Porzingis. So add some more of that offense and firepower there. And I just can't believe like, I know in the, all these sports, it's like one person makes up some money and the next one has to outmatch it. Is Jalen Brown the best player in the NBA? No. So he to get pay, paid like he is? Yep. This guy will get $60 million a year? $60 million? Wow. Like... What can you say? Congratulations on the contract. Do you deserve this type of contract? I'd say no. I would rather have like a five-year, $200 million on them. But this is what it's going to get to with with this new collective, collective bargaining agreement they had. And this all the money that's being thrown around and that's available. It's going to keep happening. And you can look at it this way too. He's he really is entering his prime years. So I think twenty seven years old. You're like, this is when you start really hitting your prime years. Been in the league a while, and you expect it. You know to continue to blossom, like continue to continue to get better. So maybe this will work out in the end. Even though these last couple years, I feel I just feel like his game has improved. It has, especially his shots. He struggled so bad this last playoff, especially from three point range, and he's just a turnover machine sometimes. So I can't justify paying someone three hundred million dollars when they're this a turnover machine. But then he has games where he drops thirty on him in your sleep. So whatever. But I wouldn't have paid him three hundred million. I wouldn't have tried to sign Supers, but they were kind of stuck. They have to. Roaster going to lose them. And that's the big dilemma when it comes to these contracts now. It's like, am I going to risk it? Or what? They could just walk for free? So, walk for free? Or give him all the money so he doesn't? You're kind of backed into a corner. You kind of have to offer this. So he stays in Boston and you don't lose him. So that's one of the reasons why Boston did it. And... Since Jalen Brown got paid, let's talk about somebody else that got paid in the NFL. Justin Herbert. Woo-wee. Five-year, $262.5 million extension, which is a record. I mean, damn. So he's going to be getting, what, over $50 million a year to play quarterback. Congratulations, Justin. Remember, he's the first of the class of that 2020 dra- draft uh, um get this extension. Joe Burrow is going to be due up. I don't know if he's going to ask around the same. He may be $300 million. And was in that class as well. We'll see what kind of year he has this year. But He's the first, and I reckon that L.A. Chargers wanted to be the first just in case. The market just shoots up even more and goes over three hundred million dollars. It may get Joe Burrow may get a five year three hundred six million dollar contract, kind of like how Jalen Brown did in the NBA because he's just that good. Does Justin Herbert deserve it? Yes, this guy's a stud. Yes, he hasn't won a playoff game yet, but man, I'd pay him. I think Justin Herbert's that good. There was times where he maybe struggled last year, but I mean I think the times where he does struggle is really because his damn head coach keeps this calling these ridiculous plays and going for it on fourth and like five at their own forty and twenty five yards. Sometimes they go for it on their own twenty five and sets him up to fail. But Justin Herbert definitely deserves it. Maybe new offensive coordinator Kellen Moore. Can help him along a little bit better in terms of the play calling. Brought him over from Dallas. It seems to be a great fit because you got weapons still. Keenan Allen, still Keenan Allen. Mike Williams, you still got a great wide receiver crew that can do some damage. And Austin Eckler's back too. And you get your left tackle uh, Slater back from injury that he had last year. So this team is looking better on offense. This team should... I mean, AFC is tough. The AFC is going to be really damn tough this year. So, we'll be interested to see how the Chargers come out. I hope they do. I think Justin Herbert can take that next step. I think they can get in the playoffs and get potentially get that first playoff win under his belt. But let's check out some of the stats he's had. His first three seasons in NFL history... This is career. Passing yards. 14,089. That's first. He's first. Nobody's done it. He already has 14,000 passing yards his first three years. 94 passing touchdowns. That's second. Guy's beast. You can make it happen. And also... Games above 300 passing yards, 22, that's first. He has big games. So I could justify this contract is right because he gets it done. Now, get into the playoffs and get it done. <laughs> that's your next step. But, I mean, I, I just, this quarterback market is just going to be crazy. I I don't know what Joe Burrow is going to get. We thought it was crazy when Pat Mahomes did that $500 million deal. But it was the course of 10 years. Over 10 years, $500 million. That's going to seem like a chump change here pretty soon. So, but it's just gaudy numbers to put up in your first three seasons and be leading in the categories like he is in NFL history. He's in the books already. Guy really reminds me of Dan Marino in terms of these numbers. It's Dan Marino-esque-like. And that's what he is. So he deserves every bit of it. I No problem with this extension because you got to get it done before anybody else does, before that Joe Burrow contract. So that was very smart by the Chargers standpoint. Um, and that's that. So it kind of leads me into this next one. All these guys got paid, right? NBA is getting paid. Now, Justin Herbert in the NFL, you're getting these crazy extensions, not just in the quarterback, but other positions as well. We talked about it last episode. We're like, hey, that running back market is... I mean, it's a shame. It sucks. like that... How devalued they are in the league. And Saquon was talking about sitting out. We're going into like, how are the Giants not going to be able to pay him. Like... Are we really just a couple million apart and all this jazz, right? Well, Saquon actually agreed to a one-year deal. They added 900000 in incentives to it. Wow. Talk about breaking the bank. Had the running mag- Zoom meeting. I guess that didn't go too well. <laughs> he signed this deal and so it can get him up to a 11- Possibly get two million and more in incentives. He got a signing bonus there. And increasing his pay up with nine hundred thousand. But if they I think there's something in the contract, if he does if the giants don't make the playoffs, he just gets the uh ten point one million anyway. So it's almost like he's franchise tagged, but he's not franchise tagged. That makes sense. Damn, I feel bad for Saquon. Betting on himself. He just wants to play football. Hey, go out there and prove yourself. But the thing, scariest thing is, now, since you didn't sign a franchise tag, Giants can technically franchise you next year. And say, let's do this all over again. And maybe they're out to go. If you're Saquon, because then you could look at, hey, I got two years and 22 million out of it. Maybe. I mean, it's still not a great deal, but at least you're getting some money. It's just a shame. It really is a shame that this is happening to one of the great players in this league and on that team. Cause he means a lot to the team. It was a big reason that the giants even got into the playoffs last year. It wasn't Daniel Jones. His 17 touchdowns, seven picks. You were in the ball, okay. But passing game, it really wasn't all that. We'll see if he, in year two, how he plays under Brian Dabble, but I don't expect much. I expect Saquon Barkley to go out there and ball. And I hope he'd, no injuries happen to him. I hope he can stay healthy throughout the year and just show that, hey, NFL, hey, New York, the running back position is important. And that'll do it for today's episode. I want to thank you all for joining me here on Sports Talk from the Crib with your host, Tanner Christian. Remember, new episodes are airing every Tuesday and Friday, so put your notifications on. It's available on all streaming platforms, as well on the website at sportstalkfromthecrib.com. Check out the social media on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube. It's Feel The Heat Entertainment. Feel The Heat E-N-T. Yes. So I'll catch y'all next time on Tuesday. Y'all have a great weekend. Enjoy yourselves. Peace out.